Hey guys, it's Pastor Scott, and I want to thank you so much for sharing this time together. My prayer always is that something said will fortify, strengthen, encourage, and equip us to become everything that we were created to be. I spent a little bit of time with a local pastor, uh, Pastor Dan Kiesler, and I hope that you enjoyed um, those podcasts. And it it really dawned on me that there are many different voices in the region that not only have a word to say, but they're worth hearing. And you don't have to necessarily share the exact theological belief down to every dotted I and cross T. There are going to be some things that we disagree with. There are going to be some things that it's not even worth wrestling about. But the Bible says that there is one river, but the streams thereof make glad the city of God. And I am really uh, thankful today, and I'm blessed uh, to be able to introduce you to a stream of ministry that is very well known in this area, Pastor uh, Jeff Collins. He's been in ministry, local ministry, for a long time now. He has recently uh, taken the pastorship at Cool Springs Baptist. Is that correct. right, Jeff? That is correct. Yeah. And uh, so, first of all, let me just say what an honor it is for you to be here uh, and share this time. Well, thank you, together. Scott. Yeah, it's an I'm, honor to, to be able to come and be a part of it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think um, right now we're getting a lot of good teaching and information, but I think it's good also to just have some conversation. Some of the greatest things Jesus ever said were in the course of conversations. That's correct. So, first of all, let me just get a little bit of background. Um, how long have you been in ministry? I know you can say your whole life in some <laughs> form or fashion. Well, but feels like it, but yeah. actually not. Actually, I didn't get saved. I was 24. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't brought up in church. Uh, actually, my wife and our oldest two children were uh, born. They were alive, and she was pregnant with Adrian, which mm-hmm. is a member of your church here. Um, I, she had started going to church. I started going occasionally, and I facetiously say this. I said, that pastor's been following me around all week long. He knows right. exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> but needless that I know, it was the Holy Spirit that knew yeah. what I needed. Absolutely. And, and I accepted Christ in uh, May the 1st, 1900. I was actually oh, okay. 20, 24 okay. years of age. Oh, great. And so uh, so I, I got saved in 88 and took my first pastor at 93. So it was kind mm-hmm. of a bang, bang, bang yeah. uh, for me. But uh, So since 1993, I've been pastoring local churches. I've been in this area, in Wilkesboro area now, for uh, I think I'm going on my 17th year. Okay, and great. So, so the great. Lord has just been good to me. He's It's been an on-the-job training. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Marines motto, you know. Uh, you know, it's on the job, you, yep. you train and develop. But along the way, I've tried to sharpen my skills. I, I take the philosophy of Billy Graham, man never wasting his time while sharpening his axe. There you go. And that's so, a great So that's I try to use, yeah. use every opportunity that I can to sharpen my axe yeah. along the way. And yeah. So it's been a great journey, though. Well, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I, well, you well you do have a good um, you do have a, a very strong presence in this area, and uh, I think that's I think that's commendable. The longer I'm in ministry, the more I value uh, longevity. Sure. You know anybody can um, anybody can preach a good sermon, and that's anybody right. can get hot for a season. Right. Uh, but to be able to withstand seasons. Right. And to move from level to level and glory to glory while you're, you know, and I mean, we're we're fighting to keep our stuff together, too. You know, that's exactly right. Um, so I really wanted to ask you a couple of questions about this specific time that we're in, because it's obviously a unique situation. Yes. Um, we've been through things as a nation as far as like events, you know, 9-11, yes. uh, you know, going back to, you know, Pearl Harbor and JFK. You can you can trace it to an event. Correct. But 
this thing has just kind of morphed out of nothing into something. Yes. Uh, and it doesn't seem like anyone can get their hands around it. Um, and, you know, as a nation, socially, politically, economically, but certainly as a church, did you ever think that we would see something like this in our lifetime, in our country? Absolutely not. Uh, to tell you the truth, many pastors, including yourself, I'm sure, has been praying for a move of God for years because we've yeah. seen um, we've seen the church become a little stale, a little lax is probably a, a good way of saying it. Yeah. And we've been praying for a, you know a spiritual awakening is probably the better word. You know, revival used to be the word of choice years ago, but a few years ago I I heard somebody speaking. We don't need revival. We need spiritual awakening. Yeah. So never anticipated it coming in this method that we've encountering right now. Mm -hmm. But I really believe God is utilizing it to answer the pleas of many pastors and many church people that's been crying out to the Lord for years. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, so I think what he's done, he's really got our attention right sure. now. But I sure. never anticipated it coming in this in this way. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it is interesting if you look through biblical history, Whenever God sends something new, it never comes packaged right. the way they were expecting. Correct. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we should probably not be so taken off guard. True. You know that this has come in a uh, in a package that we didn't right. quite expect. Right. Um, well, in uh, the reality, if I can chime in on sure. that, the reality of that is when you look at the scripture, God utilized these same type of events oh, that yeah. we're experiencing right now to call his children back home. Sure. To, yeah, he was utilizing some of the same things. And so so I guess in reality, when we think about it, God's being true to form. Well, you're <laughs> see, now that that's a great point because right. I, I think, you know, God, and I've said this before, he may not always appear to be consistent. Right. But he is always constant. Amen. You know, I exactly am the Lord right. thy God, I change not. Right. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, Dave. Even if he didn't do the same thing the same way. Correct. But he's still very constant. And I think that it's a wake-up call for the church because you're right. He has he is staying true to form. That's exactly right. When we read the scriptures, it's almost as if we romanticize them. Yes. And then it happens in real life, and we're like, "Lord, where are you?" Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm the same place I was with those three Hebrew boys. I'm the same place I was with Daniel. I'm the that's same right. place I was. You know. So so yeah, I think that's a good way to say it. That that God is the plumb line. He's true to form, and you know. Uh, this thing has caught us off guard, and that might be a wake-up call for us. Yes, I, you know? I, I think God is really, for me personally, and one of the messages I've been trying to communicate in my sermons and my teaching is God is has got our attention, but it should remind us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. God hasn't changed, and so we can still depend upon Him even in this uncertain time, right? Because he's the God of certainty in the midst of uncertainty. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's good, because that's the one thing that um, I've probably said this more than any statement. You know, the only thing certain right now is uncertainty. That's exactly right. Um, but we do have a certain hope. That's correct. And and a sure and certain hope, and we have a certain faith, and it's and it's really hoping hope that it's bringing our certainty to the forefront. That's exactly right. Um, I, I, we know. I've had, you know, you, you get doubters and naysayers, and this is a good time, you know, when when somebody sees you down, you know, they, they smell blood, they go in for the kill, and Absolutely. there's a there's a lot of negativity, and we understand that, but right. um, 
you know, if God is loving, how could this happen? Correct. If you're the church, how, you know, how can you be experiencing this? And I was, I was telling one person recently, I said, you know, the church, quote unquote, the church is not a monolithic entity. Correct. Um, you know, the closest thing to that would probably be the Catholic Church, the word of the Pope. Yes. But we have so many different expressions, you know, that there's not, there should be one body, one church, but there are so many different expressions that we know that there's not one set answer Correct. for everyone. But knowing that, how are you navigating, not only for yourself, but having to lead out front? How are you navigating this as a leader and a pastor? Good question. Uh, it's been tough. You know, one of the things you, you know, as, as pastors, our family should be up, up front. Mm -hmm. And so we have bound together to be wise as serpents, you know, yeah. as yeah. during this time and to, you know, follow the guidelines that they're sharing, but don't let the guidelines hamper what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, last night, matter of fact, in my teaching, I firmly believe that the church also needs to realize that we are in a battle here because this thing can be used to be turned against the church to try to keep us silent. Mm -hmm. So as a leader, what I, my voice has been is God is our ultimate authority. God is our ultimate stronghold. He's the one that we cling to. Mm -hmm. And so regardless of what's happening around us, regardless of what maybe we have uh, leaders saying, as the scripture says, we have to be true to the word. Yeah. You know, we, if it's pleasing to God, that is our path, not right. what's pleasing to man. Right. And so there's there's the way I've been leading is, what does God's word teach us? What does God's word tell us that we yeah. need to do during this time? And so, yeah. so I've, I've been trying to lead by exemplifying faith. It's probably the simplest way to say that. Sure, To, sure, to yeah. be exemplifying it in front of our people, being smart in front of our people, but also mm -hmm. continue to be true and faithful in yeah. front of our folks. Well, that's, that's good because that actually brings me to my next question I was going to ask you. Um, how, do you, how do you or how are you balancing um, because, you know, we, we do get words, you know, where we're to, you know, um, obey those that have the rule over you and, you Correct. know, and, and being honorable. And we're trying our best. We are trying our best. I think right. you said it best. You know, our ultimate citizenship is in heavenly uh, places. Correct. So, you know, if, you know, when in doubt or if it's not, if it doesn't go against our non-negotiables, yes. you know, um, but if something goes against our convictions and our non-negotiables, then we have to be true to our faith and we have to be true to God. But I was going to ask you, um, if somebody were to talk to you about that, how would you describe balancing faith with compliance? Mm. Wow. Well, um, faith is first and foremost. You know, it, when... When they asked us to comply to certain things, I understand what they're asking. They're doing it for safety of myself and safety of others. Mm -hmm. But when we look around and they're giving leadway to certain identities and certain businesses, and yet if they still want to try to hamper us, then we have to be true to God because God's word teaches us to worship together, mm -hmm. to not forsake ourselves together with assembling of others, That's right. to, uh, to encourage one another, to pray with one another. So if we're not careful, we can be subdued by the uh, powers that be 
and miss the power that is, yeah, which exactly. is God himself. Yeah. So, so I think it's a balance there. We're constantly having to deal with what are they telling us versus what does the scripture say about it? Right. What What is it they're letting others do, but they're telling the church they can't do? Now, I think in our area, we've been pretty fortunate. But mm-hmm. one of the things I'm seeing across our nation and just hearing, I watch some news, I don't watch a lot of news, mm-hmm. you know how yeah, that goes. Sure. But one of the things I'm seeing across our nation, there's some that I think is trying to weaponize against the church. I've heard some statements say, well, the church in this state may not be able to meet for a whole year. Yeah, now, that's wrong. Yeah, You know, uh, because the whole premise of church and state, which has been misscrewed for many years now, yeah. because every time we talk about raising our voice for praying about something or raising our voice about lifting people up, they say, well, that's the separation of church and state. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's, that's not right, because right. the whole premise of church and state is the state can't tell the church what to do. That it was to keep the state out of the church, that's not exactly, the church out of the state. That's exactly yeah. right. You're I right. mean, many times, yeah. and, and see, I think that's been told to us so much in so many different forms, the church is actually forgot yeah. the real purpose behind the church and state. Yeah. You know, when Absolutely. we're trying to do good, if some don't want the church involved, they're, they say, well, that's, that's separation of church and state. You can't do that. Well, no, that's yeah. not true because yeah. the church needs to be a voice in the community. Absolutely. And we need to be an yeah. identity in the community. And I think now is a prime opportunity to do that. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that actually answers your question. Or no, not, I but, think that's uh, great. I think you're very on point. And, um, you know, I think you articulated it very well. We, um, you know, when you're having someone who doesn't know anything about you and your call, when they have the right to tell you you're non-essential. Correct. Something ought to rise up inside. Amen. You know, and, and I know <laughs> that, that I know the wrath of man doesn't accomplish the righteousness of God. I get right. that. But there does need to be a righteous standard, yes. I think. Yes. Um, and, and you can do all things peaceably, but at the same time, uh, I am awaiting the day when the church, because it seems like every other day, we're having more room and leeway taken from us. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we understand that we're not to be deceived by, you know, the, the subtlety of the enemy. If he would have tried to come in and take everything at once, we would have stood up. But it's that little by little. Yes. You know, it's those little foxes that spoil the vine. It's the things that you think aren't a big deal. Right. That one day you wake up and realize, you know, holy cow, this has been a big deal because it slipped in. Yes. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't remember the artist of the song, but a song years ago, it said slow fade. Mm. And that's what happened. We sometimes, if we're not careful, it's a slow fade over a period of time that they they take a little of this, a little of that. It's kind of like sin. You know, most of the time we don't fall into a major sin. We fall into little sins that leads to major sins. Sure. You know, in our own life personal, you know, as pastors, we have to guard against those things. Just like our church members do. And so, and I think that's why the word of God is our standard. You use the term standard, you know, and you know, in the Old Testament, they had a, a standard bear. Mm-hmm. You know, he carried the shield, the banner of the the children of Israel as they went into battle. Yeah. And if that person was wounded or killed and, and fell out, and the next person in line carried the banner. Right. As leaders of the church, we need to be carrying the banner of God's word and saying, this is our direction. This is our guide. Let's be faithful to the state. Let's be faithful to the guidelines, but let's not let them overstep our boundaries any more than what they they are continuing to try to do. Amen. Well, hey, guys, I'm going to cut it right here. 
I know you've been blessed by Pastor Jeff Collins. What a great conversation. And the best part of it is this is just part one. So we want you to stay connected. I want you to share this and be looking in a couple of days. We're going to post part two of this conversation. And I trust that it's blessed you. I trust that it's strengthened you uh, and given you some hope, especially in these certain times of uncertainty. Certain times of uncertainty. Now, what do we want to be certain about? Do we want to be certain about the uncertainty or do we want to be certain about the steadfastness of our God? And He has, will, and forever will remain faithful. That's just who He is. Amen. I want to thank Pastor Jeff. Listen, if you've been blessed by this, I want you to go. You can go to his Facebook page and follow him. You can also uh, follow him at Cool Springs Baptist Church, where he is now senior pastor. Um, and if you want to sow into this ministry, you can go to our website at nc3wilkesboro.com. You can go to our Facebook page. There are ways and instructions, very simple ways where you can give and sow a seed. Um, I'm asking all those who have been blessed by these podcasts to make an investment because we're doing everything that we can do during these times of social distancing to make sure that we're staying spiritually and significantly connected. Amen. Amen. Now, God bless you. God keep you. We're going to be back pretty soon with the second part of this. Till that time, remember, together we can do all things with Christ as our strength.